0: You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast.
1: All right, that was, I think, that was a new one from Cool Sounds. The song is called Dance, and hopefully, I haven't hung up on him, we've got Vincent Ward on the phone here. Hello, Vincent.
0: Hello, Callum. How are you doing tonight, Vincent? I'm, I'm great, and I'm really looking forward to talking with you.
1: That's great. we um, I don't know if you know this, we're actually in the same pub quiz team.
0: Oh, is that
1: right? We are. (laughs) I've never we've never met, but um, I I I think I've been. Should we give a little shout out to the disgusting little worms?
0: Why not? There
1: you go. Shout out to them. Awesome. Um. So, thirty years. It's so it's been thirty years since uh, your movie Map of the Human Heart premiered at the Cannes Film Festival. And tomorrow night in celebration, the Hollywood Avondale is showing a recently unearthed 35mm film print and there's a Q&A with you after the movie. Um, that's amazing. Uh, I, I wonder if just without giving too much away you could just tell us a little bit about this film of yours.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, the first and most exciting thing is, I, you know, I think I really it seems to have really stood the test of time as a movie. Um, and it always got fantastic reviews, so it's a film I'm very proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it set starts in the Canadian Arctic. Um, it's a feature film drama. Um, it's really about, in the first instance, about this joyous um, interaction between a part Cree Indian girl of about twelve or thirteen and a, and a um, Inuit or eskimo boy who's brought south to a tuberculosis hospital in edmonton in canada and um this is around 1930 um and the the boy has met this map maker an english guy mapping the north of canada and through this guy through this map maker he gets caught up in world war ii as he gets older and she also gets caught up in world war ii and they both end up in england with this guy and a kind of menage develops it's a love story as you can imagine mm. from the story and uh, it has some really quite spectacular scenes in it he gets caught up in uh, the aerial bombing of Germany and, um, and she gets caught up in the planning of it um, and life gets very complicated for them
1: <laughs> wow that sounds like um, an enormous film
0: um, yeah. yeah it's a huge scale we filmed we filmed in the north of Canada, we filmed in Montreal, we we, we uh, filmed in England. Um, it was a four-way co-production, including France, Canada, Australia, wow. um, Britain. Um, so it was super adventurous for an independent movie. And um, it had some nefarious characters involved in it. I mean, Harvey Weinstein, good or bad, was involved in it and proved as difficult in his um, filmic involvement in the film as he was. Uh, well maybe not as difficult but certainly difficult and you know in every response but the guy was brilliant at releasing movies and so we had to deal with him.
1: Wow that's amazing the um uh I would, so the film was shot um in the arctic in the Canadian arctic?
0: Yeah it was shot in the Canadian arctic I mean I'll tell you a story we you know my my casting director went to all these little communities. She'd arrive at my plane, mm-hmm. you know, um, little tiny planes. She'd drop in. Often there'd be no one there to meet her. It'd be bleak and snowy. Or, And um, and she'd heard this story that uh, someone had been eaten by a wolf and, um, and she'd been warned to watch out for wolves in one of the communities. And then this little boy turned up and, Asked her what she was there for, and um, and she said she was looking for an Inuit boy of about his age to be in this movie. And he said, mm-hmm. "I'm going to be that boy. I'm I'm the right person." Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, "Well, you know, it's a bit more complicated than that." And as it turned out, he was, and he was incredible. Oh wow, he was incredible! Is it so all these kids we saw, and yeah. you know, in French Canada and in the Canadian Arctic, mm-hmm. he turned out to be the one.
1: That's amazing. How old was the, was the boy?
0: Oh, he was about 11 or something like that, around 11. That's... That's really charismatic and just a natural actor. And the girl was the same. Just, just you couldn't... Just the sort of chemistry. I mean, I mm-hmm. think he was in love with her and just a little <laughs> bit older. And she treated him like... And, and he had, he'd get these upset stomachs when he'd ever get close to her. Yeah. So he'd fart a lot <laughs> whenever he'd get excited. <laughs> with this... Bizarre interaction, you know, I was very keen on the leading actress, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a, a French film star, and I was just worried that I wouldn't react in the same way he did.
1: Yeah, some nervous farting, that can, I mean, <coughs> it's not uncommon, but um, hopefully, I mean, did any of that make it Great into the film? Great way to
0: show your affection. <laughs> but the kids are fantastic, and and the adult stars, we had Jason Scott Lee, mm-hmm. um, you know, who played Bruce Lee in one of the biopics about Bruce Lee and yeah. um wonderful one chinese actor and we had this french film star Annie Periot from La Femme La Quita, who who's a really big name at that time yes um, and we had the famous Jeanne Moreau who's an older french actress who's like a legend wow yeah and um she played this nun and but she's a sort of sexy older woman and i had to tell her to tone it down a bit not to swing her hips quite so strongly yeah. <laughs> Um, in these convent scenes in this yes. hospital, Tuberculosis Hospital. <laughs> so um, we, we had and John Cusick in it. We had a really wonderful. And
1: Be, I think Ben Mendelssohn's in the film.
0: Ben Mendelssohn in it. He plays an Australian um, gunner on a, on a Lancaster bomber. We actually had a real Lancaster bomber, one of two in the world, flying in the oh, film. Wow. And, and then we recreated um, the cockpit and the various parts of the bomber as well in the studio.
1: So you what you sorry you're filming the 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 plane flying. So they're sort of in the bombing the bombing scenes in the film.
0: Well, we 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 filmed the the plane fi- uh, flying, but we also, you know, built a turret which we filmed in the studio. So mm-hmm. you know to, to make it a bit easier. I mean, we did have, you know, while there are quite a lot of visual effects in it, it's not like today where it was easier, so much easier with digital effects. We, we actually went to the Arctic. We filmed in the Arctic. I got frostbite. That's just my unbelievable, cheek yeah. Minus 40, and my cheek stayed black for six months. Oh my and then we went to the Ice Flow Edge. This is a map of the human heart on tomorrow night at the... Um, the, Hollywood at the Hollywood
1: Avondale?
0: Hollywood Avondale, yeah. Um, and uh, we decided to do this. We needed to really do this stunt work for real, and my leading actor said he wanted to do the main stunt which was floating out to sea on a piece of ice floe. Mm -hmm. So we chainsawed, we were 2,000 miles north of the nearest tree, we were about 500 miles from anyone, any living person that we knew of uh, in the Canadian Arctic. So we chainsawed off a piece of the ice floe edge. We had a safety boat and he was in a dry suit and we had a safety helicopter and he went out to sea, just floating out to sea on this piece of ice floe. And he got about a mile out to sea. <laughs> he had the walkie on him, and he said, "Vincent, um, have you got this? It's getting kind of scary out here." <laughs> and uh, and so, uh, so we, you know, sent in the safety boat. But it looked—I mean, it looked real because it was real.
1: Do you, um, are, you, are you, as a director, sort of? Um, I don't know, feeling for the actors in those sort of moments. Are you like, what am I doing to these people, or are you? Um...
0: Well, I thought he was incredibly game, you yeah. know, to want to do that rather than have a stunt person do it. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, we filmed them making love on the top of a barrage balloon.
1: A barrage. And, what's and a, a, what's a barrage? Well, a
0: barrage. You know, during World War Two, they, the, ally, the English had these huge, um, balloons that weren't mm-hmm. round. They were sort of a bit like a Zeppelin.
1: Oh wow! And they
0: would. Float them in the air, about 200 metres above the ground, 300 metres above the ground, to stop low-flying fighters coming in and strafing people below. And so, in our story, the French-Canadian part, Cree Indian girl as woman is working as one, you know, in the army, is looking after one of these balloons, and she mm-hmm. wanders with the Inuit man who's become part of the Royal Canadian Air Force in London. Um, and so they convince her compatriots to go up on the top of this barrage balloon. Wow. And they, and they make love on it. And when we filmed it, we actually had a stunt couple mm-hmm. who went up a quarter of a mile into the air. They were tied to this barrage balloon is in Map of the Human Heart. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And, um, and we told were told after they were a couple, and they did actually make love, you know, a quarter of a mile up in the air tied to a barrage balloon.
1: That's, <laughs> that's unbelievable. Um,
0: uh, we couldn't tell. We were filming from a helicopter, so yeah. it was a bit hard to tell because we didn't go that close for that part of it. Um,
1: so I'm talking to uh, Vincent Ward, Director of Map of the Human Heart, which is screening tomorrow night at the Hollywood. Um, so this film, this film is thirty years old. Um, so thirty I'm years
0: young. Thirty, 30 years, years, young. years young. Well, thank you. am test of time. <laughs> it's an unusual screening.
1: Yeah, and well, that it's
0: rare to well, have you know get a thirty-five millimeter print to see it.
1: Absolutely. Is it? Um, when was it? Do you know when the last time this film would have been screened in New Zealand? Or
0: I well, I, there's a the most famous the last time I saw it was at a a film festival in America um, where this what used to be the most famous film critic in America, Roger Ebert, um decided to choose it for this special film festival. and yeah. um, but that was about fifteen years ago. So I don't know when it was last screened. It's, you know, um,
1: yeah, I read. Um, I read Roger Ebert's review of the film. He absolutely loved it. <laughs> it's like a really glowing review. Um, I was just wondering. Um, so, even though it's a thirty-year-old film, do you feel like it still has some relevance to people now? Totally,
0: because you know, at that time, unlike now, it was rare to see a um, you know, a Native American in mm-hmm. this case a Part Cree Indian, mm-hmm. part French Canadian Cree Indian, and uh Inuit—you know—rare to see native, any native peoples as the lead in a mainstream commercial feature drama. I mean, just people just just didn't do it, and and so a lot, a number of commentators, especially in Canada, ha, you know, have made that statement that people, you know, that this was ahead of its way ahead of its time.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um I there's, yeah well there's
0: another thing too, which is kind of interesting. you know you go to a film festival now and the, the films have changed a lot in the sense that you go to a film festival now they are mainly documentaries it's not a low budget feature drama mm-hmm. but not many mm-hmm. um and then the big films and the the films in the cinemas tend to be what you call tentpole films, marvel comic films or whatever so there's not it's rare to see a, a an, an independent film made now that has really the scale and breadth and originality and you know I hope that doesn't sound egocentric but I, I people would always say that about it that this film has you don't see them made anymore because people cannot get the budgets so it's it was a um it was a really special time for making films yeah. a time that does not exist now you know mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. people maybe in series but even then, they tend to be much more contained.
1: That's right, yeah. Um, a really, really exciting screening. Um, so that's on... I was just... Oh, before we wrap up, I've got... Um, I was quite excited to find some of the music from the film. is on Spotify. We have a section on the show where we usually play films, uh, music from films. So I've got a, a selection of the score from Gabriel Yared, which I'll play later on in the show, um, so people can stick around for that. Um, thanks so much for, uh, calling into the show. It's a real, um, honour to talk to you. Um...
0: Thank you, Callum. Much appreciated. So that's... Nice talking with you.
1: We've got, um, Map of the Human Heart. We've got a Q&A screening, uh, with director, writer, producer Vincent Ward, moderated by Ant Timpson tomorrow night, Thursday, uh, at 7pm, doors at 6pm at the of Avondale. Thanks so much. We, um better continue to count down some of these top 10 songs but um it was a pleasure
0: great take care
1: take care bye bye cheers
0: that was a 95 bfm podcast support 95 bfm with a b card go to 95 bfm.com slash sign up